Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. It's time to stop working out and start working in. You found the Work In Podcast for seriously stressed out professionals and the fit pros who serve them. This podcast is for resilient wellness professionals and their ever curious clients who want to connect the dots for lasting wellness. I'm your host, Erica Thomas, and I help outstanding individuals like you find natural ways to shake off stress, tension, and trauma to burnout-proof body and business alike. The Work In is brought to you by Savage Grace Coaching, bringing trauma release and yoga together for resilience through movement. Private sessions, small groups, and corporate presentations are now open. Visit savagegracecoaching.com to schedule a call and get all the details. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to The Work In and our Fit Pro Success series. We have been talking all about mastering this skill of subbing, how to leverage it to expand our career a little bit, how to uh, deal with imprinted students, how to master some skills that'll make you the most sought after sub and the strongest, most invaluable teammate in a pinch. And today we're going to take that one step further and talk a little bit about how management in the fitness industry and the wellness industry can help support its superstar instructors to mitigate the effects of burnout and career collapse and to support them in, uh, a stronger work-life balance so that we as instructors can continue to share our skills and our wisdom for years to come. So this is going to be a quick episode today, but uh, I do want to highlight some things that employers should focus on and when they are in place, will make everything run more smoothly, not just for their instructors, but also for their clients. And everybody is on the same page. So number one career killer for those of us who work in the fitness industry is burnout. And the cause of that burnout often is not being able 
to take time off for anything without, um, without not getting paid for it. In other words, we get paid when we teach. When we don't teach, we don't get paid. So there is a disincentive for instructors to ever take a day off. Now, we've been talking in this series lately about subbing, and there is a temptation, especially if you are, you know, short on cash, to say yes to everything, to never say no to a sub opportunity, to overwork yourself. I know that from experience, and I have gotten myself into a place of severe overtraining that bled out into my personal life and affected my parenting, my relationship with my husband, my physical health, and my mental health. And those things don't have to happen. And the way that we present uh, the the career of in the fitness industry of a group fitness instructor or a coach, um, that structure can and should change. And it's not; they aren't big changes. Uh, the number one way that employers can really support their instructors, especially their really good instructors, is to create a team. Create a team of people, a working group of people that everyone can count on for backup. I mentioned in an earlier episode that my number one question for potential uh, facilities when I approach them to work there is, what is the sub situation? Who do I call to fill in for me? And quickly follow up that question with, whose responsibility is it to find a sub? As independent contractors, we mostly we at least start out as independent contractors um, in many, many ways. And so a lot of times as an independent contractor, the instructor who needs a sub is the one responsible for getting a sub, even though they often have like a group fitness coordinator who's supposed to help with that. A lot of times it falls on the shoulders of the individual instructor to find that. And when you, it's fine if you've got a lot of notice, if you're talking about a vacation you're going to take in six months, it's not fine if there's an emergency that comes up and there can be a lot of pressure and the harder it is to find a sub, the more likely that person is going to quit. So, um, I mean, there's just too many other opportunities out there really. Um, And I know we're in a post-COVID world and things are different now, but it uh, it is not that difficult to go somewhere else. And um, or even just take your your clientele, your following and set something up online. It's super simple. So if we want to keep our instructors, if we want to keep them around for a little bit longer, if we don't want them to get poached by quote unquote real jobs, then we need to support their, um, their balance, their work-life balance and team having a team is a great way to do that. But if you have a team and everyone is working 
at the same time, that's a little bit difficult, right? Nobody can sub if they're already teaching something else. Uh, and that is the hard part about being really good at subbing because really good subs uh, become regular instructors, regular team members. Um, so that is a challenge. I understand that. Um, but the more people that you can have uh, on that, that team, the more... Um, the more you can encourage those instructors to kind of rotate. And maybe even a rotation is a good thing. Uh, rotating instructors often can prevent people from imprinting on instructors. I did work for a short time at uh, one of those boxing gyms. And as an instructor, it was really frustrating because they rotated schedules so often. But for uh, for the students, um it did prevent that imprinting on a particular instructor, right? People would just show up at the time. It didn't matter who was teaching. Um, I have conflicted feelings about that particular uh, gig, which maybe I'll share in another uh, podcast. But anyway, so the other uh, piece that employers need to have is a very clear standard operating procedure and an upfront plan for subs and class cancellations. Now, I do have an online membership. It's a membership model. And with a membership model, we have terms and conditions. And in those terms and conditions, I have laid out very clearly what happens if a class needs to be canceled. And there's, in the online world, lots of reasons that happens. Sometimes it's technologically related. In other words, the technology just doesn't work. We can't get a Wi-Fi connection or whatever it is. And sometimes it is an illness where there's a live stream scheduled, but you know, just absolutely cannot physically do it. Um, that happens in real life too. So what is your standard operating procedure? What is the reason that you would cancel a class and how are you going to make it up to students? Now, membership models are different. You don't have to do a membership model and you can build in some buffer as far as extra classes or um, adding value. And we'll talk about adding value to what you offer in the fitness industry in a future podcast. I love talking about added value. Um, so those things need to be super, super clear for everyone, not just the students who are coming, but also uh, the instructors. And I will tell you for myself, one of the things that I used to tell all of my students as uh, winter would approach would be, even if they were on a membership model, uh, I would let them know that if the weather um, got too bad and it was unsafe for them to show, up for a class that they were not expected to show up. And that went for me too. And we had a standing rule that if the schools were canceled during the day, that we would not have class that evening. So, um, so that was, that was something that I instituted, but everyone can have their own specific boundaries around those um, around cancellations and subbing and things like that. Um, and then part of that standard operating procedure should be um, some lines about whether or not to uh, tell the students ahead of time about the sub. 
Now, I would definitely do it if you're changing the format. Um, and maybe that's part of your standard operating procedure too, to let people know that, hey, there will always be a class available to you, but it may not always be this particular class. If one of our, because we are supporting our instructors and we want to take care of them, that occasionally if they cannot be here and we cannot fill, find a sub that teaches this format, it might be something different. So those things are really important. And the piece that is sometimes missing is a real clear uh, and trusted support from management to your employed instructors. They need to trust you that you have their back and that you're going to help them when they need to take some time off, that it is not frowned upon to take some time off. I have been in the situation in other gyms and other fitness facilities where it was like, if you asked for a sub, you were yelled at first, and then they would try to help you find a sub. And if you couldn't find one, they would be irate with you. I didn't stay long after that. I mean, that's a, that's a bad culture. Um, and so, yeah, so those are my, uh, those are, that's my personal tip, uh, tips for employers about creating this team environment where people are actually looking out for each other and stepping in for each other, um, creating that standard operating procedure up front for all uh, subbing and um, class cancellations, so you're very, very clear, and to provide some framework for your students to understand what will happen in case of emergency and if their regular instructor can't be there. Thanks for joining me throughout this FitPro success series on subbing. We're going to do more uh, podcast episodes in our FitPro success series because I have lots and lots of other great tips to share and some more guests coming up that'll share their fantastic tips about success in the fitness industry, and I hope you'll join me for those. In the meantime, if you are looking for some support, some tips, some ideas about how you can uh, expand your professional credibility into trauma-sensitive instruction and becoming really a master of your craft by holding space for your classes, you can find a free guide to holding space at savagegracecoaching.com. And I will see you next time on The Work In.